0: of MLK, revealing Sawibo Beyond the Wire, where we introduce you to the amazing people making southwestern Baltimore a great place to live, work, and visit. Listen to the voices of the community discussing what's happening on this side of MLK and topics relevant to everywhere. All right. I'm Jim.
1: I'm Laura. And I'm Nicole.
0: And we have two guests tonight. Talia and Patrick, tell us a little bit about yourselves, starting with
2: Talia. Oh, gosh, the pressure's on. Um, Well, I'm nervous, uh, and my name is Talia. Um, uh, I'm a local artist here in Baltimore, specifically in Holland's Market. And I've been in this particular part of the neighborhood for about mm, four or five years now. Uh, And then I've been in Baltimore for about 10 years. Um, I primarily work with uh, digital illustration. Um, I do a lot of, uh, I've done a couple of, I've done a mural in the in the area. I've done a few. I've done like some logos for people. I do like uh, fan art on commission or Dungeons and Dragons characters. I've drawn pinups, or like uh, which uh, also, if anyone wants some uh, wink wink NSFW commissions, I love drawing that. So you know, as long as it's uh, ethical and moral, uh, please uh, feel free.
3: Even if it's not.
2: No, no, no. I have limits. Fair enough.
4: Uh, my name is Patrick. I'm from a small city in Ireland called Limerick City and I've been in uh, West Baltimore for the last 11 years. Um, I I've had a lot of varied jobs in my life. I used to be an archaeologist for five years, uh, I was a glass, stained glass artist, a mirror artist, uh, I worked in theatre, set design, um, uh, lots of varied jobs and I used to teach English as well uh, for a year in Poland. And I worked in a tourist industry, which I loved very much. But uh, here I am in West Baltimore, and um, I'm mostly an artist here. And I do murals, portraits, and anything people want to do on commission.
0: So uh, mainly we're talking about murals today. Yeah. Uh, let's, uh, you, you just got commissioned for
4: the one across from Stuart Hill. Yes, I'm doing a, a sports mural uh, across from Stewart Hill. Uh, hopefully, uh, it'll be done in such a way that it'll encourage kids to start playing sports and to uh, enjoy their lives and make meaning out of their lives cool. in a sports sense. Yeah,
3: In all athletics.
2: All, really. all
4: athletics, yeah, yeah, excellent.
0: What are you working on these days, Tell Um
2: you. I haven't done any murals in a while. Um, oh, hold on, I dropped my card. Ah. Um. But you know, I'm always open to doing more. Um, I'm currently working on commissions for some people, including one I'm very excited about, which is this, uh, which is gonna be large enough that if it was done on a wall, it could be a mural. But uh, a triptych, which is when it's three pieces that combine to make one larger piece, uh, centered around the John Wick franchise, where each uh, piece is one of the other movies, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go into a lot of details because I'm just very excited about this. But um, since the John Wick movies have a lot of, like, religious theming around it, because it's about, like, consequences and redemption and, like, go, you know, good versus evil, et cetera, um, and morality, that was the word I meant, not good versus evil, um, I I kind of themed the panels around stained glass windows, and I have them, uh, for the ones representing movies two and three, I have them kind of telling the stories of those movies by showing, like, highlighting some of the more memorable visuals of them, scenes from it, and, like, you know, kind of in the way that in those stained glass windows in churches, like, they'll sometimes just show, like, the, the scenes from the Bible, etc. Um, and it's, it's going to be, like, four feet by six feet, maybe possibly two feet by—no, no, four by six feet um, when it's printed. Um, so I'm just very excited about that one. And then just a few smaller commissions, but that's the one I'm most excited about.
0: <laughs> so on the subject of murals, you have done them before, or yes?
2: Yes. Um, Is
0: there anyone we would recognize?
2: Uh, yes, um, a few years ago, I uh, the Sweebo Festival Committee uh, asked uh, had a bunch of well, they they opened submissions and I uh, submitted and I they liked the most. Um, and in front of uh, right across the street from the Holland's Market, there are these three boards. Um, one that's like a purple one with the gold laurel wreath. Uh, one that's like yellow with a bunch of flowers on it that says Sweebo, and then one that's blue with kind of like a a a circle with flowers on it that says Holland's Market Um, and uh, those three together are kind of just like three murals in one Um, and I designed those to be kind of like individual but also cohesive Uh, and I think I did that back in 2018
3: Um,
4: in the before times in the
2: before times
4: I walk walk past it every day and I just love the vibrant colors of it I I look at it from our windows every day
3: when I'm working
4: I'm
2: I'm really proud of that one I I especially love um more so when it first came up, but still since then, like, I'll occasionally see people taking selfies in front of it. And I don't know, like, when I'm walking by to, like, see friends or whatever, and it makes me really happy. There's also just something enjoyable about being like, oh, they have no idea the person who made this is right there. Like, um, creeping but just. Out on them. Cre- okay, okay. I mean, <laughs> true. You're correct. Um, but it's a wholesome creeping. It's a wholesome. Listen, artists sketch and therefore are sketchy. It's fine. Um, it's fine. Oh, I-, I agree
4: with that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah but, um, no i i I just enjoy that it brings people joy and like brightens up the neighborhood and like i don't know i I just want my work to make people happy not to be like sappy and cliche but
3: no it really does i mean it 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 pops i mean those colors are are colors that you don't find in buildings you don't find them in in the natural environment so to Mm -hmm. introduce them of course that makes that entire block more vibrant and prettier Mm.
4: Yeah, so I've I've been doing murals since probably 2016. Uh, I was asked to do the, there's an Irish museum near here, because this is an Irish neighborhood. Back in the day, all the immigrants came here. I guess I'm following in their footsteps. (laughs) And they worked on the B&O Railroad Museum, so, um, or the B&O Railroad, it is a museum now, but it it wasn't back then. Back when it was the actual railroad. (laughs) (laughs) They worked on the actual railroad. And uh, yeah, uh, so uh, it took me six weeks, we had scaffolding up there, and they commissioned me to do a mural about the history of the street. It's just around from the Irish Museum of Lemon mm-hmm. Street. And um, yeah, it, uh, I remember when I was doing it, there was this uh, old lady sitting across the way every day watching me do it. And uh, it's, it, there was a lot of problems in that street then, you know. And, um, but she was so amazed by the progress. And it's in front of a, a children's playground as well, so it was great having all the kids wanting their portraits uh, in the mural, you know?
1: And across the street from my house, so I know. got to yeah. see it go up.
4: I did this mural for Nicole. Were you the crazy old lady yeah. watching
1: it all day? Possibly.
4: Yeah. <laughs> but but what I noticed, like, she was so proud um, of, of, of somebody putting a mural in that space. And there was actually a, a mural there beforehand of a train, but it was so faded and falling apart. And um, and since it's been done, um, I, I noticed that it's, it's kept clean. The neighbor, neighborhood, like neighbors, keep it clean. Uh, you know, and they, and they 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 love how it has changed and transformed uh, their street. So, um, how does one go about getting permission to doodle on someone's wall?
0: <laughs> well.
4: Uh, Uh, it's all done for me you Mm -hmm. know Uh, like whoever wants uh, to have a mural they have to go through a lot of processes and grants and all that and i'm glad i don't have to do any of that because i just want to paint (laughs) you know i just want to get my brush and go up there i want everything ready scaffolding up and just approach and by the way when i was doing that uh, mural i didn't actually get to see it until the scaffolding came down because uh, it was so big you know so and it was like in the way i couldn't go down and step back and uh huh so once the scaffolding came down i saw it all together i was like really a good feeling
0: so how how is that from, from the perspective of working on it it's like uh if you're drawing a, on a page you can
4: well i, I use a grid system with, okay. with everything i do because i i am not really a free-flowing artist I, I don't just throw paint on and see what magic comes out of it i'm just too strict because i that'll drive me crazy if, I, if i'm you know <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah i just do it square by square and uh they all add up when you when you just take this scaffolding down and step back and it's like oh
0: I don't think of the practicalities of doing something on that scale. Yeah, but, but yeah. I think I
4: don't know if you'll you agree. Like, no, I A grid system is the only way because you can't see what you're doing. Yeah, especially because yeah.
2: um, it, it is uh just easier to draw smaller than bigger, especially because, um, when it's bigger, it it does drawing bigger it does like make it more obvious when you're drawing something incorrectly. Like uh, mm-hmm. I know if I'm drawing like a face and I draw it bigger, I can see when the proportions are more off because like the scale is more visible. Um, but like with the grid system, uh, that's, okay, that was a rambling mess, I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, it was good. Now it made sense. Yeah, okay, but like, no, the grid system was what I used. I did a, like, I think we made it so it was like, uh, I, I don't remember how big I drew the original sketch, but it was a, maybe like a foot and a half on the paper, and then I just did like squares, and each square on the mural was like a foot and a half, and you just kind of curve it. Um, I think because the mural I did was more like graphic designy looking, um, more gra- or more graphic, I should say. Um, whereas a lot of your murals, um, I mean, you have done some more graphic ones, but uh, the a lot of them have like more painterly qualities to them. which gotcha. So I, I haven't had to transfer that yet. Um, but that part, uh, I mean, I guess once you get the outline down, the rendering it's a little Th- that's easier. That's the important
4: part, just getting the outline down, because yeah. you don't want to run out of wool. Exactly. You know, yeah. I can't put their head in because uh, there's no wall left. Mm-hmm. You know? So it has, to, it has to fit.
2: Framing is very important.
1: Yeah. Um, can you talk a little bit about your process from start to finish? So, you know, you're talking about commissions and, mm-hmm. and getting grants, and you don't really want to go through all that process and you just want to paint. Yeah. Um, who, who are the ones that are giving you these grants or commissions, and then, you know, how much freedom do you have when it comes to what you're painting?
4: So. um the, the grant situation is mostly done by this amazing organi- organization here called Southwest partnership I mostly got my grants through that um, uh, so people contact me they they say hey I have an idea I want to put a mural up and they sometimes they have a list that like I just can't paint everything um, so I have to cut it down I'm so like I can't put that in I can't put that in but uh, so I, I just put it as an idea together of, of what they want and there's a there is a lot of back and forth before um, it's agreed upon a, a, the mural uh, that they want to do. And that's it, it's locked in. And lucky for me, like uh, Southwest Partnership goes, uh, they organize the grant process and whatever permissions and permits uh, that is needed. And they, they've, I've, I'm very grateful to them. They've, they've done such amazing work getting murals up in the neighborhood.
3: So being um, a podcast that's based on this side mm-hmm. of MLK, um, we that being said, we are a city of murals. Yes, uh, we are very well known for um, beautification processes through murals throughout the entire city. Um, one of the one of the uh, negatives that sometimes people say, which is completely unfortunate, is you're just putting up a mural to hide the fact that there's vacant homes and all these things, and, and that's, and that's just a terrible way to approach it. But in my mind, I mean, I think you what you guys did in our neighborhood and, and can continue anywhere else is, is make make things more invitable, more beautiful, more... It, it, how, this is why we're proud of something. Yeah, and that's, right? that's,
4: you said the correct word. Uh, and from my experience, everybody in the in neighborhoods, not because I did a good mural or anything, like that, but there's a, a color and there's art on the wall. Uh, it, it, they're so proud of, of um, the artwork that goes up, and it changes the neighborhood. Even just painting a wall a boring color, like you know, it changes the aspect of it. And, and that's a focal point and a start for to, to beautify something. Like, there's this amazing mural, and let's go now and fix the street and the neighborhood. And what I've seen it firsthand. I've seen like kids, women, grandmothers. They just love the idea. There's a mural. No, I, I think you know, that's like what the you first step. Yeah. Art, yeah. art builds well, the, communities. Yeah. Like
2: art, art is fundamental to our society and our species as a whole. I mean, that's why for like thousands of millennia, like you can go back and see cave paintings. Like it's not like, and like you could argue cave paintings weren't necessary for survival, but I would disagree because why would we be doing those things if it wasn't an important part of either building community or communication or just like bonding, like. When I was working on my mural, I had people from you know the neighborhood pass by and start chatting with me, and they wanted to know more. Sure. It was inviting, and like I had people who had never met, just like you know, as they who passed by on their daily routine or whatever, would just like cheer me on, and it was very nice. And like at the time, I'd only been in the neighborhood like one or two years, and I just felt you know very welcomed, and it was just kind of nice to find a way to integrate into this community by contributing to it by. Brightening up the neighborhood for people who already live there, and I think art is just inseparable from humanity. A hundred percent.
3: I just don't like the neg-, neg negativity that a lot of people come oh, in and say this is a uh, this is a band aid. No, it's not. it's not. It is it is a first step, right? And um,
4: I just the, want to say, uh, sorry, art is primal as well. I mean, kids, everyone 100%. around here probably started painting and drawing before they even started learning words. Yeah. Know? So it's an innate thing in the child to to want to create art. So we we everybody loves art. Everybody looks likes looking at beautiful things, you know.
3: And, and to quote a very good friend of mine that handed me a card, it says "vibrancy and life to community."
4: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so I'm proud. I'm not good at this. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to say I'm so proud. To, <laughs> Those are to, Nicole's
3: words. She yeah. means them. <laughs> yeah, I'm so proud to
4: walk down the street every day and see all the murals I, I'm doing, and it's, it's but, just crazy. But it's yeah. also
3: it, you know, it's. You know yours are very uh, and speaking to Talia um, your simplicity right mm-hmm. they are just an amazing splash right you don't have to walk by and overthink it there's not like 700 words on it it's not a billboard mm-hmm. it's not a message the message is in it is in this simplicity where it is I feel better walking down this block because these gorgeous paintings are here, Mm -hmm. right? Just like yours, Patrick, the one that you did for the museum, Mm -hmm. right? It's, it's, you don't have to overthink it. You just have to, and you said primal, but you just have to literally, as a human being, enjoy that something is better and prettier and more vibrant. Mm -hmm.
4: Um, And and maybe a little way, a little bit of a distraction as well from what's going on, you know? But
3: but that is the next step, Mm -hmm. right? The, The next step is, I want to buy a home here. Mm. Right, I want to buy a home in in this neighborhood. Here's something positive. Here's something pretty. Pretty.
2: I think murals are also just an excellent way to not to bring it back to community. Although I'm probably gonna do that like twelve times, th- twelve thousand times. But <laughs> like, I mean, when I part of like the simplicity that I put into mine, I was I was not not to expose myself as such a millennial, but I was designing parts of it with like selfieing in mind, like because I wanted to be like, oh, if somebody wants to engage with this and share this thing that they're proud of in the community, I want them to be able to take a picture of themselves or of it at like any portion of it. And it'll still look like a great backdrop for them or like still like be something that they're like, even even someone who's like a terrible photographer, which like me, like I'm actually really bad at photography, (laughs) despite being good at drawing and designing. Um, You know, they can still be like proud of this photo they took and it doesn't like wash them out or anything. Like I wanted it to be something that the community could engage with whether it's just admiring it or like making it something that they post in the internet about or just like saying like hey guys look at this cool thing i, I found while walking downtown like i i don't know i think um
4: and, and it could be a focal point as well let's yeah. meet by the mural yeah exactly yeah.
2: and like yours i really appreciate like the one i obviously the one that you uh is by the B&O but also um the one you did um the with the bear and the girl with her um oh, okay. very uh with her um uh, Afro um, yeah. you know that one probably those like speak to people like I think like while mine do like engage in a more like uh, mod uh, social media way I think yours also engage in a more like touching personal way which I think and I think having a variety of artists like helps <clears throat> add more t- um, relatability and also like welcomeness ness uh, to a community and that arts yeah, and I
4: appreciate that and a lot of my murals they actually have row homes in this and I make it a point mm-hmm. That they're more, uh, they stand out more than the landmarks here because this, even though we got the B&O, uh Museum across the way and other amazing buildings here, it's not what makes the place. It's the row homes and the people that live in the row homes. Mm-hmm. And so also, you, do
3: you guys know who who um, who the muralist was for the uh, the love? Um, oh yes, Michael Owen. Michael oh. Owen.
4: Mm. Yeah. Because
3: because that, that to to your point. Um, you know we've got the Arlington entrance of Arlington's market and Arlington's market and nobody knows where it is and so every time i say how to get to us i say the love mural yeah. parking lot and it's literally uh, the parking lot is a parking lot the mural is the landmark
4: and there's actually a couple of murals there just uh, yeah
3: there is but that's i mean that's the the the, yeah. the signing of the love and, and mm-hmm. i mean it's just murals do become take a left at the
4: yeah and, yeah, and shout out to tree. michael low and he's such an amazing artist uh he's got many amazing uh, murals around the city and he's all his love murals uh, are just amazing mm-hmm. yeah so the mural
0: community there's like i've noticed a lot of them coming up uh mount claire seems to be a a center for this sort of activity these days and um how big is the mural community in uh this area
4: uh, in this area the, uh,
0: West Baltimore Baltimore uh, in general
4: well I, I, I'm not sure really uh, but I know that like recently they like a couple of one popped up here by Mahogany it's really nice and um, there's a hummingboard one down there yeah that's uh, really cool yeah, so that, that came out really of nowhere nice. it's like it's amazing sometimes how artists just and you guys don't know up, who yeah. the artists are no no interesting yeah, yeah mm. you know
2: um, some artists will um, sign their work like I did because I I'm aware that I'm not exactly like a household name um and i you know am still like
3: you are in this house oh thank you um
2: but uh but like there are some artists who i think because they have enough like brand recognition for their style i can't although i'm saying that but the artists i'm thinking of right now i can't remember their names but they were (laughs) both they both uh, went to the same undergrad as me you're a
3: millennial google it
2: (laughs) i could i think i follow them on instagram um but they have these very geometric uh style murals and like um, there's one on some, uh, brewery, I know whenever I'm on the right highway, it's right there, but, um, they have, like, a very specific style they do, and I, as soon as I see a mural, there's also one on one of the Mica buildings, too, by the same people, but as soon as I see it, I'm just, like, I know, who, I know it's the same people who did that other mural that I can't remember the name of, um, I, I I'll probably look it up in a second, and then we can add it to the, do a footnote <laughs> of the podcast. This is who Tali was talking about, but it was, like, too brain-dead to remember, <laughs> like,
4: so,
0: what are some of your all favorite murals around um, in general? Uh, there's a lot of them.
4: Uh, yeah, you know, behind um, my I went house. on a mural tour uh, uh, station Station North by North Avenue. Uh, mm-hmm. There's some amazing murals up there. I think one of my favorite, which is I, I like to do, is um, somebody uh, there was like plaster on the wall and wasn't actually painted, but they chipped away the plaster to, to reveal the brick, and mm-hmm. so the actual plaster was the artwork, Interesting. and, and the brick was the so I like to do stuff like that. Uh, there's so many amazing murals around here. I don't have one favorite. Although yeah. I'm st- I'm still looking for the Edgar Allan Poe astronaut mural I passed one day. You know? There's a
2: oh, one wow. I really yeah. love.
4: Oh, it's somewhere in North Avenue. It's like an astronaut with astronaut with uh, Edgar Allan yeah. Poe. I think and, uh, I've seen uh, that one. The,
0: uh, wow. Yeah, that's a good one.
4: Mm.
2: I um one I think about a lot because I pass by it often. Um, it's got. I can map here's the thing i can map it out in my brain but if i had to describe where it was i could not do it but uh it's nearby it's i think it's a long Lombard that you pass it but it's got that i think it's got an oriole bird and like a circle nearby it oh yeah it's
0: a little thing. Yeah. Down, down by the the wilkins yeah. avenue circle. Yeah, it's a, a yeah.
4: hummingbird oh it's a hummingbird i think it's a hummingbird
0: yeah, I I the, hummingbird, bird. yeah oh, the hummingbird not, bird, is not. at um pratt and yeah. uh could be wilkins maybe yeah, could be okay i yeah. but there's an oriole there's an oriole bird down at um the Wilkins Avenue Circle and then there's another one, I think it's by the same artist um, on the wall at, I guess it's Cole Street maybe?
2: Mm. Yeah, I do I do love birds and flowers so those usually go over really well with me. And then um, uh, the other two I think of is, there's one, um, it's honestly, I count it as a mural. I personally think graffiti has the ability to be a mural, but there's the giant graffiti that's nearby where we're recording right now on that big wall. Um, and the color choices, the way the text is done. I think it's beautiful. I wish I knew who the artist was. I think it's gorgeous. Um, I think graffiti is very, um, underappreciated. I know it's because, I know there are various layers to why it's, uh, underappreciated. I'm sure part of it is racism. I'm sure part of it is also that sometimes they don't go through legal channels to do it. Despite that, I think, like, or maybe in, because of that. Some, maybe, a lot maybe, of them look really cool. No, they look really cool. And there's, like, art to be found in all walks of life and all avenues and i think anyone and anyone despite whatever background is capable of creating something beautiful no i think i think
3: graffiti has layers if you tag something because you have a can of spray paint and you're putting your name on something that's not that that is pissing on territory right if you create art and it's graffiti then some of the most beautiful pieces are Mm -hmm. graffiti art absolutely because if Well, first of all, um, Baltimore has a lot of vacant buildings, Mm -hmm. and if you're going to make something beautiful, it's either going to be commissioned through Southwest Partnership or somebody's going to want something to be better looking or graffiti graffiti is underrated. I think think one of
2: the dreams I have, but I know I'm A, uh, not connected enough or B, not um, organized enough to make this happen, would be it would be nice if there was just a space where literally anyone could just go in and just fuck Around, like including <laughs> including graffiti artists, because I feel like you know I feel like I mean maybe maybe the thrill of it is possibly part of the, part but of there, it. There's
4: actually a, a place oh, in North is? Avenue. Yeah, it's like a block or so and. All these artists come and just they put all the artwork there. It's, oh, it's so like, that's um, it, at Howard
0: Street.
1: It, Howard you know? Howard and North Avenue. Yeah, yeah like, that's what I knew. Art over
4: art. Your, your <laughs> yeah. dream has come true. You know, you can go down under <laughs> I mean, your yeah. spray cans. I'm thrilled to hear that. New yeah. stuff shows up that oh, I, I can never do all can time spray time paint. Yeah. I, I'm so out of it.
1: That is also <laughs> one of my favorite murals um that is up too. And it's been up for a while now, but it's Josephine Baker. Yeah, yeah. She's there. It's Josephine Baker, but they've added almost. Uh, they've added pieces like glass or stained glass or or yeah. something so it, it it has texture to it it's not just paint it they've added an extra oh, layer that. and that to me just yeah, blew my mind i was like feet i down is love lamar this
0: lamar jackson with his
4: football kit yeah, on
1: yeah
4: <laughs> and i just want to say uh, just because a mural people have the idea of a mural as covering the whole side of a building but um and that's true to a sense but Look at Bansky. Uh, he does... I was. I've been oh, Banksy, trying yeah. so
3: hard yeah. not to say the word Bansky <laughs> for this entire podcast. Well, but look at Bansky, like right. he yeah. does, like, hey, small
4: little piece uh, of art. No, he's he he, you
3: know? he is a. There's a new um, DC has the Smithsonian now has a, a new um, tribute to his artwork. Mm. And so no, I I was just trying to avoid that because that is. such
4: but, but the point I'm trying to make not is, shocking, is, is um, no,
3: his stuff was ba- basically kind
2: of pisses me off but I kind of respect him so I'm not I'm, I don't want to get too into my feelings but
3: th- those are my thoughts for anyone listening
2: Yeah. so so
4: my point is like a, a artwork on a wall doesn't have to cover the whole wall it no. can be just one single figure on well, the wall one
3: of the things Baltimore is yeah. actually known for as well which is actually underrated because people don't actually look up often is that we have preserved all of the original um, branding in this city so it, Ghost, it, signs. It, it, Ghost signs, but yeah. like yeah, coffee and tea, or you know, blank furniture, and so there. If you look in, in my favorite in, is in the pajama neighbor-
4: factory somewhere the, down, mm. downtown. Yeah.
3: Well, in our neighborhood, the coffee and tea one that's right by um, yeah. JR's building, right. So we have these like great found art murals, mm. right? Things that that no longer exist. They're from the 40s, 50s, 60s, and 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 we've preserved them. We haven't painted over them. They're on brick. They're on Formstone, which if anybody listening, so, we we are the Formstone well, capital of the country. I, don't, I wish I was the guy that sold Formstone in the '60s, but um, no, art is. Think about it's the everywhere. Damn it! <laughs> damn it! <laughs> but I mean, the mural concept doesn't have to be to your you, point.
0: So behind my house on Lemon Street at um, Stricker. Um, and this has gone up. I don't know who did it. And uh, there's a house that has a Black Lives Matter um, woman in a pose, and she's kind of posing in a, in a way like uh, Rosie the Riveter, but she's definitely mm. not a Rosie the Riveter. She's just a strong woman, and she's got a determined look on her face. And it's uh, I think I've seen that one. It says it's a, very it's, good. it's very small. I mean, not small. It's it's six or eight feet tall, but um, you know, bigger than life size because it's only a bust, essentially. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's amazing. And it, it, it really livens the no, absolutely. the alley up a little bit. And uh, it's a cool thing. Cool thing to have in my backyard.
3: You were telling me when you showed me your artwork for the new street for, this, for okay. the walks.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, just explain a little bit about that initiative for the walkways.
4: Yeah, so one of my other murals that I'm doing this year, which is in the planning for the last couple of years because I kept digging up the road, and fixing it and digging it up again because they left their phone down there or something. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I'm doing a artwork on the asphalt in front of the Hollands Market front and back. And I'm going to repaint, hopefully, the crosswalks. And my idea is the crosswalks will be stripy colors, and they will look like as if you're looking uh, on a fruit stall stand awning. And uh, so, I, and on the top, of the by the head house, I'm going to paint um, in between the crosswalks um, uh, a, a kind of a collage of things that make this neighborhood marketplace, uh, Holland's Market, an amazing place.
3: Which means collages don't have to be vertical, they can be horizontal.
4: Yeah, a collage, I mean, basically just a collection of different pictures, you know, so, and, and hopefully it'll be like uh, like the Great Wall of China that can be viewed from space. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if I wanted to put a mural
0: and I don't have a house with a side that could do this, but I'd like to. If I wanted to get a mural, what, what, what would I do? Who would I go to? Would I come to you and say, hey, guys, put a put a mural on the side of my house?
2: Like, if it's, like, in a backyard, then technically that, I think that still counts as private property and you can kind of just do what you want. Uh, if it's, like, public-facing, you do have to get permission for that. I think you have to go to, like, a neighborhood committee. Um, you might have to... I think, I don't know all the channels, Pat's probably gonna know more about yeah, this
4: than I should mention that as well. Um, I know Southwest Partnership gives the grant and all that, but you have to go through all the community uh, committees. Well, you, and, you
3: know ours out here, yeah. right? So that's our mural that, that uh, uh, Rutledge did. Uh, Rutledge, sorry, sorry, Eric. Um, we only had to ask permission from the ownership because mm-hmm. he, had, he runs an Airbnb okay so but that is in-facing so mm-hmm. if you wanted to do something on the front of your house could you just do that
4: I, I don't think so um, <laughs> I have to go through historic preservation <laughs> yeah you go, there's like CHAP that. as well uh, yeah. so you gotta go CHAP, through, yeah oh, okay. so yeah, we are, are yeah we are yeah so the, uh, the, the, the community uh, associations uh, CHAP everything you know they have to make sure because there's a lot of historic buildings here and
3: but if it's not CHAP <laughs> Right, I, I can. I'm
4: just, not sure, yeah. I can. So it varies. Just uh, say uh, what uh, well, I want I'll tell you, just, uh, I, I, on the last mural tour and the only one I ever went on, um, I've, I've heard some of the murals just went up.
2: Like, like one, you have to definitely own the building. Like, if, for example, you can't paint on your landlord's building on the outside.
3: But you if have, I hire you,
2: if you hire me, are you which, culpable? Am I culpable? Um, it depends on how the contract's written. Um, that that like I, I I'm sorry for giving like a not um, clear cut answer. No, we
3: don't know. Where's the like,
2: talking? But I think it's important to talk about how there's nuance in things, and I think you no know, like being aware of these different uh, minutiae of getting these things set up is important. But like, you know, um, I when I do commissions, um, depending on who I'm doing, like if it's a commission of someone who I know, especially if I know where they live, I tend to just like skip the whole contract process because I can just like knock on the door and be like, Hey, where's my payment. Um, but like, if it's someone I don't know, I tend to, I have like a contract I've written and I step stipulate things about it. Um, I've snuck in my, if you, if you ask me to draw a horse, I'm doing a $50 surcharge because horses are a terrible Terrible thing to draw.
3: Um, There's a fifty dollar surcharge for a horse? horse. Have you ever drawn a horse, Laura? I've never drawn anything. Okay, Successfully.
2: horses. Horses, you horses always look wrong. You they either look way too big or way too small, and it's because there are so many different breeds of them, and they all look the same. So if you and so if you draw a person on
3: a horse, that's I, a seventy five dollar charge. This is a fifty dollar challenge that Laura is now accepting from Talia. You I, want me to I, add I a horse and dog here? Dogs are just small
2: horses, Laura. I I'm I'm ready. Um,
3: but like. <laughs> Um, You've got like eighteen dogs in this neighborhood. I <laughs> hope they don't. I don't. I don't have fifty dollars per.
2: No. Oh no. I'm not. I'm not charging you for the dog. I'm saying if you want to a, add a horse in addition to the dogs, and, and you're paying me for that, I'll do it. But I just. I am a very stru- uh, direct that I have this surcharge. I don't lie to people, but it's in. I point it out in my contract. I highlight
3: it. But Patrick,
4: can you draw a horse? Cause you're cheaper. Oh, I, I can draw a horse, yeah. I, I'm more expensive, actually. It's fine. It's that, be, it, I
3: know. It, I don't like drawing
4: horses. It's, it's going to be a good painted horse.
3: painted every single yeah. thing in my life.
2: Hey, listen. all If it makes businesses. someone reconsider asking me to draw a horse, I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, like, I don't actually want them to commission me to do that. That's why I put the charge in there. But, um... No horses. So, someone asked they're just so muscular line, and painy. I hate horses. them. It's like, <laughs> oh it's
0: just say I don't like horses.
2: I just I don't like drawing them. They're ter- I listen. My senior thesis in undergrad, I did like a twelve-page comic that was entirely the main two characters riding a horse. It, it makes sense in context, and I was miserable. And that's when I knew I can never do this to myself again, um, unless I'm getting paid. So,
3: to Wait. all the listenerships, <laughs> please commission Talia to do horse.
4: Well, if you want to see a painted horse, I actually did one uh, up in uh, the Irish Museum mural. Oh. It's uh, dra- d- dragging the, the a-robbers' cart around, the old guy no, selling no, the no. fruit, you know.
3: Well, it, but it's so small. Tell, tell everybody, mistakes. because you mentioned it since this is called west of yeah. MLK, what the a-robbers are.
4: Oh, the a-robbers are a group of people that go around the neighborhood uh, with their horses and uh, fruit carts and sell fruits. And not only they just sell fruits, um, like, they have this tradition of like shouting, like, their, ex- their phrase going from door to door. And uh, I, I go to Price right really often and um, I walk down by their stables down by I think Montclair Street mm-hmm. before you go to Pratt and the amount of conversations I ha- I've had with the pigs and the chickens and the ducks down there <laughs> as I'm passing by. you know, I forget what I'm going to the store for, but uh, it's a Probably beautiful-
3: the same thing you should be buying from the A-Rabbers.
4: True, but I don't <laughs> think they want to sell me their chickens for a uh, for a roast that no, but night. They, you know, but they
3: sell produce. They cars. do,
4: yes. And um, but it's it's a, a, an amazing oasis down there. Uh, if ever I recommend anybody to go down there and check them out and say hello, it's for just sure. it's just a little oasis in the middle of.
0: Uh, yeah. I'll also say that one of the interesting things I won't say strange, but what's uh, strange, is how many horses I've seen in the neighborhood. Um, oh.
3: There aren't any horses. Well, no, just horses. So I can't
0: believe I signed up for a horse podcast. What's
2: I can't believe I just signed up for a horse podcast. Why did I do this myself? So this is, so the, totally well, just
0: real quick on the horses. Uh,
4: oh, God. Is, I, got, I got more horses stories from Arlen, oh, so no. We're, hang on. Oh, no. stop
2: horsing around. Oh, uh, I had to get one pun in. Well done. Thanks. I tried.
4: Well done. We're all neighbors here. So. Oh,
2: that was really good. So
0: anyway, just uh, <laughs> driving down Lombard Street at, you know, 11 o'clock at night in the summertime and seeing some guy riding a horse down the street is
2: it's kind of like a fever dream.
0: It is. It is very strange. Um, and it, it's happened more than once. And then I took the dog out one morning and uh, there was a horse just relaxing out in uh, Union Square Park.
2: But uh, to quickly defend myself on what i on me being a, a little I don't want to say cagey or dodgy about uh, whether I'm culpable or so I think it is important for artists to protect themselves legally speaking when from it comes well, yes them too but also from like clients i, mean, I think it's yeah. important the contract is important to protect both the client and the artist because like if, if some artist tells me or some client tells me that um it's okay to do something and it turns out they're lying or they didn't get all the paperwork done i don't want to be punished for something that i didn't know was wrong
1: so so i live across from the bno And I have a house that has a front yard. I'm the only one on the block, so my house is pushed back. And both of my neighbors said it was okay for me to paint murals because the sides of their houses are actually my front yard and let's say the first, like eight feet up is just like parged cement and then like you can see the rest of the brick is just kind of ugly it it
4: depends where the facade is or i guess it's it's all gray area i guess yeah Yeah,
1: so you know they they've given me permission but i guess when it's time for me to to actually paint something i'll be checking and making sure i'll give you my card yep perfect please
3: don't tell anybody i did not ask for permission for the one we have
1: outside well,
3: also, because remember, that was all tart.
1: Do you know that you just told everybody That's what right an now on this podcast. Edited out of the podcast.
3: <laughs> I am hoping we have enough listeners that this makes a difference. If I get in trouble for not having permits, that means somebody's paying attention. So pay attention.
4: So back to horses.
3: No, uh, stop, stop <laughs> torturing her. No, we have, no. We're talking about This
4: This is amazing because uh, I come from a place called Limerick City. And living on the west side of Baltimore reminds me of where I am from, because uh, in my in my neighborhoods, uh, everybody has horses and uh, they're riding around and everything on the horses, just like here in West Baltimore. And I love seeing the horses here, and I love seeing the all the people just sitting on the horses, like just going down strutting out. And also, um, my city is called Pigtown, by the way. Oh, and I was also, waiting for that
3: hammer to fall. And also,
4: <laughs> not... we call each other Han. You know, so uh, this, there's so it. many connections uh, between my city. There's a lot city. of cute quirks in yeah. this area. Pa- ba- to, Patrick to this was so. from
3: Southwest Baltimore before he was from Southwest Baltimore. There you go. Yeah.
4: Yeah. The, uh, I feel at home here. I love this place. I also love this Also explain neighborhood. the Han thing. Han, like you say, hey Han, how are Han? Yeah. No, but oh, yeah, is... Sorry, for the listeners who do not know, um, uh it's a baltimore thing uh, to call each other "han," especially right around uh, they have a, a "han" fest here you know they have a pig town festival so i just feel so at home all right han. um <laughs> i
0: don't mind. um so we're gonna have to start wrapping up soon but i do want to ask one more question um for both of you what happens
4: when it rains when you're working uh, stop
2: yeah you can't paint in the rain
4: Unless you want a Jackson Pollock painting or something, right. you know, the paint-tripping. If, if you're looking for that paint-tripping effect, it's perfect, but you have to stop. Cool. Yeah. yeah,
2: and and also, like, uh, if uh, it's rained the day before you've painted, um, you have it takes a lot longer to dry, too, yeah. in between coats.
3: Or the flash dance theme yeah. starts
2: playing.
4: Luckily, this is not Ireland, so it doesn't rain every day. It'd be a fun
2: yeah. experimental piece to, like, do Did... before the rain on purpose.
4: And do the maybe flash we, dance maybe thing. Maybe you and I
2: could collab on something
3: like
4: that. I've, I've actually done that because I misread the weather.
3: Oh, well, I mean, intentionally,
2: though.
4: Shocking. Yeah. Um, water-themed one.
3: Yeah. I have to mention something because we're doing some sort of quirky thing because it's cool. Because why not? Mm-hmm. Um, Patrick. The other Patrick.
0: Yeah. Um, associate producer patrick stepping in so one of the things we're going to start doing is dropping in discount codes uh in each episode whether it's in the middle the end the beginning of the episode you have to listen to each episode all the way through to make sure you hear it Mm -hmm. and this week we're going to pick mural not rural as your discount code if you show up at uh, backyard and or mulberries uh either one and give that discount code mural not rural Dimension, mention. Uh, we'll give you a break on your tab of ten percent. Sound good? Uh, sure.
3: And right, how? And how go. long is that code good for? Until you forget it, and it's next week, and you ah. need a new code. So until the next <laughs> episode comes out, <laughs> <basically>. <laughs> That's
4: that's <laughs> reasonable. Uh, can I uh, redeem my code now?
3: Same.
4: Mural, not rural, rural.
3: Yes, you now, you now get 10% off the free drinks that we've been providing <laughs> you for this
4: podcast. Oh, I feel so special. 10% Thank of you. nothing
3: is still nothing. Yeah. It's I'm
4: still
2: 10%
3: about. of nothing.
2: I, still, I, I feel like I uh, made a deal. Like, I, I feel like a coupon lady.
3: Horses. Okay.
0: Get a free horse with this.
3: Oh oh, oh, no! Thank you, you everybody, for listening because now this has given me an opportunity to find a weakness in a very good friend of mine, which will 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 transcend this podcast. No, what have I done?
1: Admit a weakness. Love you. Love you too. (laughs) (laughs) Um as we wrap up can you let everyone know where they could find you on social media all of that good stuff in case anyone wants a mural
2: okay um you can find me at um on instagram i'm a uh, talia singer art that's uh, all one word t-a-l-i-a-s-i-n-g-e-r-a-r-t um you can also uh find me on TikTok, uh, though I haven't posted that much yet, <sighs> though it's a, I, my name on there is Artisserie Chicken, because um, I just think that name's
3: kind of funny. I, I'm actually not mad at that. I'm mad at TikTok. I'm not mad at the name.
2: No, in fact, if I hadn't already tagged my mural as Talia Singer Art, I would totally change my Instagram handle to Artisserie Chicken.
3: Her.
4: Good hand. Uh For me, it's uh, Patrick Harnett on Instagram. It's Patrick Harnett on Facebook. And just ask anybody in the neighborhood, and they'll point you to my direction. They all know where I live.
3: Well, that's fair. I watch it when you sleep.
4: There you go. I knew I felt a presence.
3: <laughs> I'm really there to pet your cat. All
0: right. So uh, I guess that's the uh, that's the show for this time around. Um, thank you for having
4: us. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thanks for being and here. Thanks for chatting and for the free beer and on the free and beer. No. Thank you very much.
0: And until next time, this is the BoJack Horseman Show. <laughs> signing off.
3: Uh, I wish I could nay. <laughs>
0: Thanks again for listening to West of MLK Revealing Soebo. You can find us on Instagram at westofmlk and on Podbean at westofmlk.podbean.com or look up West of MLK Revealing Cewebo on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And when you look up Podbean, it's like coffee bean.